Hey, welcome to Sleep With Me. We're the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. The way it works is you get in bed, turn out your lights, close your eyes, and press play. The story is going to take your mind off any worrying, stuff you got to do, goals, setbacks, whatever's racing through your mind. We're going to distract you from that. Then the story's going to slowly bore you to sleep. If you try it, there's a good chance it's going to work. Just give it a shot if you can't sleep. You can find older episodes on our website, sleepwithmepodcast.com, on iTunes or on Stitcher, or wherever you consume your podcasts. If you need to get a hold of us, it's feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com or at Dearest Scooter on Twitter. And we just heard from John. So, hey, that John, big shout-out to you. Thanks for uh, emailing me and, and letting me know you like the podcast. If you don't like the podcast... You can either email us or go to hell. Your choice. Uh, I think that's it. If I think anything else, it's too late now. So uh, thank you so much for listening, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Tonight, another episode of Get Bessos, the story of James Cashpenny and Richard Warren Sears' escape from purgatory and return to Earth in a quest for vengeance against Jeff Bezos, the internet entrepreneur who crumbled their retail enterprises. Older episodes can be found on our website at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash get Bezos, B-E-S-O-S, because he's going to be calling S-O-S soon. <laughs> um, or you can find them on Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you're listening to the podcast. When we last left off, the boys had been captured by shadowy government agents that turned out to be Jeff Bezos' inner circle, Amazon.com's inner circle, and they were giving him a kind of, they gave him a Kobayashi Maru style test by interviewing him and keeping him pet captive. But the boys, they passed the test. So we pick up somewhere on another episode of Kid Bessos. As we pick up tonight, the guys are walking down a hallway and just in the middle of the conversation. Oh, just so you know, uh, that whole thing, you know, back, uh, I knew that was a test the whole time. That cry, I mean, you like my acting, right? You liked it. Um, so yeah, I covered for you. Don't worry about it. Richie, Richie, Richie. You did not know it was a test, okay? I know, I, I know you, man. We're best friends. Oh yeah, we're best friends, yeah. You're, you're about my, uh, you obviously clearly don't understand the meaning of best friend because you are one of my better friends, not my, uh, best friend is someone else other than you. Richie, you can't hurt me, man. And, Richie, I really, I didn't know it was a test, I'll be honest with you. But I knew we were being tested. Like, I thought it was, at first I was, where, Richie, where, where are we? I'm a little bit, my head's, yeah, buddy, um, we're at the hotel, uh, uh, I believe. We're in, uh, we took that airplane, and then, uh, 
The Amazon crew picked us up at the airport, and we were at the hotel. Uh, so, yeah, just so you know, the crying and stuff, um, and yeah, the best friend thing, okay? Yeah, but I, I don't, so we went to dinner. I just don't get it. This hotel is very dark. Did you notice how dark it is in this hall? And they're in this darkened hallway. Oh, yeah, this kind of, his walls are stone. Oh, maybe it's like more of a castle, uh, one of those castle hotels. What do you think, buddy? Um, hello? Hello? We're, uh, here to check in. Which way? Didn't they, do you get a quick key to our rooms? No, that's what I'm saying, Richie. I don't, do you remember coming into the, because I feel like, uh, whew, I think I'm, I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I feel like I've been sucking on the ether bottle again. Oh, boy. Uh, there's something down there. Hey, hey, you, down. I see that. Hey, there's somebody at the end of the hall. Hey, buddy, uh, but, uh, but I'll, I'll try to catch up with him. I don't know. He's going around that corner. Oh, good God, what the... James! James, help! Uh, it's a... Oh, God, it's a... James! James! James goes running down the hall, and it's like like the boys had said, it's a stone walls, castle-like corridor, well, pretty dark. James rips around, goes around the corner, he sees Richie just standing there at W, frozen. And in front of him, in a, in front of him, could only be described as a room with uh, some sort of occult altar in the middle of it. And there was, you know, everything that goes with the old occult devil worshiping altar. You got melted candles, burning candles, a altar. You got a couple people with uh, goats or rams horned masks on. One person shirtless and muscular. Another woman in sort of a revealing outfit. You got snakes around the people. You have a sacrificial person bleeding on the altar. And they are wearing a pig's mask. Or not even a mask, actual pig head. It's pretty freaky, man. Richie's standing there, James, like, holy crap. Okay, okay, let's, he grabs, come on, Richie, come on. And they start running the opposite way. And they, they had run into a T, so they were on the left side of the T, and they go straight, and they're in another hallway, and they run. And then they reach the end of this hall, and they go into a room. And they enter a room, and there's a execution going on, a beheading. And there's a man with his head on a block of wood, and then there's an executioner with a giant silver blade and a dark mask, and then there's, like, a one of those really scary dudes that are in horror movies that are, like, an old, pale man that also has some sort of, you know, freaky, poltergeisty, not not quite pinhead level, but maybe that old guy from Phantasm, kind of creepy old oldness, and an air of authority about him. And he's like, For crimes against all humanity, we punish you, George Packer, to death. Behead him! And then the axe goes down, and the head or head rolls, and it rolls to the feet of Richie and James. And, ah! and then they run the other way, and they get back to the hallway they were originally in. And then Richie's just like, Oh, 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 oh. And James is like, Okay, Richie, Richie, calm down. Okay, uh, okay, Shh, crap. Okay, last thing we remember, we were at the dinner with those Amazon people. So, maybe we got in a car accident. Do you think we're dead? Buddy, we're already dead. We can't be dead twice. Okay, so, 
shit, you think we're in hell? This is some sort of hell or like lower purgatory or something. Like this is what I was worried about. Okay, okay, let, okay, let's go down this, I'll go back the way we came. So they run back down the way they came and they all the way down this hall. They run all the way down the hall and then they start hearing stuff behind them. Ah, we're coming for you. Ah, and they're running faster and faster. And they end up running into a pitch dark room and then they start running into stuff. And they realize it's kind of like a maze and they're bouncing off these walls trying to make their way through and they hear more and more scary noises and uh, they're clutching each other holding each other and every person's experiences Sloan don't act like you're all too cool for school or you're Mr. Tough Guy everyone has clutched someone else in fear whether you're a one year old well no you've done it older than that probably like I guess the prime time at least for male clutching in fear maybe 7th grade Somewhere between 5th and 7th grade. I don't know, for female clutching each other in fear. I don't know what it is. But you've clutched someone of either the same sex. Of course everyone loves to cl- clutch someone of the same sex or the opposite sex, whatever you're attracted to. But this is a plutonic clutching, we'll call it. So it could be any <laughs> any sex plutonic clutch, clutching. Man, I'm, this is a rabbit hole that just killed the story momentum. You know you felt it when you're just clutching a friend and you're scared. And these two are clutching each other. They're doing some hardcore, heavy plutonic clutching. Ah, And they think, and they're panicking. And and they're still, both their minds are kind of like, okay, shit, I don't know. Fuck. Oh, God. Oh, jeez, James, I can't believe it. Well, what do we we should do? Corbelli, where the fuck are you? Corbelli, go on. Then they hear Sir Hero and says, It is I, the judge of the Doom Day. I've come for you. We've already taken out George Packer, and you two are next. Ah! Why, why, Richard, why they killed, why they killed James Packer? Well, I asked for all that money. I asked for him, but the thing that must be behind him. I don't know. I just want to have a poor. He's just a, just a reporter. They killed him. We're coming for you, Mr. Wilson, Mr. Ibex, for your soul. Oh, uh, oh Richie, Richie, oh, I'm scared. Well, hold on. Hold on, these fucking nincompoops. All right. All right, James, James. Okay, you can keep holding me. Five, four, turn on the lights, you goddamn nincompoops. And then there's ever silence no more. All right, I'm on to you. His name's another friggin' test. He's Amazon idiots. All right, best let's put you over this crap. And then the lights go on, and they realize that, yeah, they're in some sort of haunted house maze. And then James looks around. And, you know, when, when the lights are on in a haunted house maze, and then the Amazon people start coming out with their masks, taking them off. And, like, the same people, same people that were there for the original test dressed as the agents. And they're like, oh, hey, guys, uh, it's a little test. Uh, what the hell's kind of test is that? It's just, it's just, that was, and then they start handing the guys beers or drinks. They're like, oh, sorry about that. What, what kind of test does Bessos put you up to? Oh, no, guys, this is just sorry, it's a little fraternizing. We're going to do some fraternizing with you boys. We thought we'd give you a little of the old boys and girls club. And, uh, yeah. Well, that's freaking oh, classy here. You try to scare the crap out of us. Uh, literally, I might may have. Okay, give me a drink. Oh, God. James, what do you think is a 
This that shit is just mean. I can't believe you guys would do this to us. You tricked us. You must have given us something that kind of... Did you smoke us out? In the, I remember something about smoking us out. Was that... Well, those weren't cigarettes? What? What'd you guys do to us? This is just... I just need a car, and I'm just gonna go... I just need to go on a drive. This is just not... Oh, James, come on. Party with us. Where are these... These guys are the... Yeah, they're not so bad. This is my fourth best friend, James. Her fourth better friend, you know. He's a little mad at you guys. And then, and then James just storms out. Storms out, and he realizes it's like one of those old converted prisons to a haunted house. And he gets outside, and there's all the... The Amazon executives, and they're patting him and cheersing him. And he's like, give me, just give me a car. Give me. He finds one of the lower, this guy Bert, one of the lower, upper, member, the lowest member of the Amazon inner circle. He says, Bert, I'm t- let me just take your car, please. I just got to get out of here and go for a drive. So James takes his car, hits the road, and James, just, James, Cash, James Cash Penny's just one of those guys that likes to drive, you know, clear his head. So he's racing down these roads in the uh, Seattle, Seattle area, Washington area, somewhere Olympic Peninsula area, any of those areas. <laughs> if, if you're from those areas, I apologize. He drives out of town, gets out in the mount, out, out to a nice scenic area, out with a view of... Uh, Cascades and the Olympic parks and forests and bays and oceans, and he finds a pullout, kind of kind of abandoned, out, out in the middle of nowhere. And he pulls out and he's just looking, he's looking at the ocean. It's a full moon. So it has a beautiful view and there's a forest, peninsula with forest and there's mountains in the distance. I call that the Emerald City. They're not messing around. It's beautiful. And he's just taking it in, and uh, he notices something out of the corner of his eye, off in the distance, distracting him. It's this giant house out on the peninsula he's on. And he realizes, like, the road's closed after that. That's a private road. And it's this massive mansion. It has the same view he has. You know, inlets and, and everything. And he's like, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful house, beautiful view. And he says, I bet you that goddamn Bessos lives out in that house. It's got to be the nicest house and the nicest view I've ever seen in my entire life. And he sits down, and he's just like looking at the water breathing. He's like, God darn Bessos, son of a gun. And then he realizes he sees this woman sitting there. A little bit ahead of him, in the brush, hang her feet hanging over the cliff. Nothing below her feet but the water, and about forty feet of air. She's chuckling at him when he says, "She's like, oh, you don't like the house, do you?" Well, kind of ruins the view, don't you think? She goes, "Oh yeah, it does." And he says, uh, "Who who lives there?" Jeff Bissos. She goes, well, how'd you know? She said, I figured, you know, I don't know that much about that guy, but you'd have to take, I guess he's got a monopoly on the view too, huh? He walks over close to the woman. Says, man, it is a beautiful view of the, you see that there? That's a, uh, it's a deciduous forest. 
Deciduous forest, as far as the eye can see. She kind of laughs. She says, That's a deciduous forest. That's a rainforest. James. <laughs> oh, yeah. A rainforest. We're, he's getting a little um, old school, I'd say. He's being a little uh, patronizing and insulting. See, yeah, honey. Huh, did you, hear, you hear that, honey? See, oh, that, that's just the. Uh, it's the rain. I'm falling in the rainforest. Well, rain, there's no rainforest here. It's, uh, you know, we're, we're above the Tropic of Cancer. Isn't it? She goes, no, okay. And then she stands and she moves into the moonlight and James gets his first look at her and she's breathtakingly beautiful. They lock eyes and she has these magical, sparkling eyes. Kind that make you sway when you look into them. Her hair, the moonlight shines off her hair. He just catches a whiff of some sort of flower mixed with honey and, you know, some sort of milk of almonds or, you know, tofu and shea or, I don't know, something magical. He loses back. Whoa. I'm sorry. What were you saying about rainforests? So well, that's a temperate rainforest. Temperate rainforest. Oof, I don't know. Tropical. She goes, you're thinking of a tropical. That's a temperate rainforest. You're thinking of a tropical rainforest. You know, like tropical heat. Temperate rainforests are up here in the temperate areas. It just gets uh, gets rainfall just like a tropical forest would but it's just at a different temperature about 55 to 38 degrees Fahrenheit 55 inches of precipitation a year wow really it's really temperate I'm uh, James Cash oh hi nice to meet you and you are and I'm Informing you on the forests, James. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, look at that in the water there. What are those? Those are, uh, those look like, uh, those are, uh, blackfish, James. Those are blackfish. No, 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 no. Those are the things on my, they're on the cereal. Like that, that's a guy, he's, he's on a cereal box once. He, and that, I think there was a movie one time I saw where he ate pe those, they, they ate pe those are the killer whales. Killer whales. Bomb, 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 orca. Ah, James, James, James. No, those aren't killer whales. Those are blackfish. Orca whales. They are orca whales. Oh, yeah, Shamu, he was the guy. I assume you've seen the documentary, James. No, 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 I have not. Well, yeah, they live in families. You can see that there. That's, that's a, uh, and they, they live with their, so there's five of them, and it's probably just a little family, and the, they're matronly, like they live with their mother their whole lives. So there could be three or four generations, and the largest one there is probably the grandmother, or the great grandmother. And then they'll probably join. See those other there? Those might be part of their pod. Those other groups. You you say they live with their mother their entire lives? Yes, James. That's what I said. Well, that sounds like something worse than hell. Now, you 
are an interesting woman. I didn't catch your name. That's right, you didn't. And I suppose you just drive out here and look at the forest and the whales and the view of Jif Bezos's palace, huh? Possibly, but uh, I gotta be going. James, so it's nice to meet you. Whoa, wait, 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 no. You gotta under. Hey, where are you going? If I'm, I gotta get home. Back to my mommy. Maybe I live with my. Back to my nightmare with my mommy. Ooh, I love the way you say mommy. Okay, James, goodbye. Whoa, wait, 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 bye. She just gets in her car, she drives off. James is, uh, love struck. And he watches her drive off, and he stares at Bessos' house for a while. And uh, he gets ready to drive back to town. He realizes he doesn't know where he's going. And then, right as if on cue, Bert, Bert shows up with uh, a couple other people from Amazon. Oh, Miss, Mr. Ibex, we came to get you. We came to get you. Check it out, Mrs. Bessos's view, huh? Yep. All right, Bert, take me home. So Bert drives him back to the hotel. He gets up the next morning have breakfast with Richie and uh, they sit in there eating coffee in their hotel room that adjoining hotel rooms and Richie's like oh last night was wild man Ooh, I'm hurting yeah I was no hanging with the those guys I think I found a new fourth better friend James bad news you might have bumped down to six seventh maybe even eighth I don't know where you were wait you look uh you look strange buddy what's going on um Nothing. Well, you look, uh, something, something of it. No, no, no. All right, well, let's get downstairs. We'll, uh, we're going to get this tour of the Amazon headquarters. So they go downstairs, they get in a limo, they drive out to Amazon headquarters. And Bert and a couple other peons start giving them, start them on a pretty standard tour. And they show them, like, the, the break rooms with the free soda and the cereal and then the, uh, the on-site restaurants. And RW's, wait a second, wait a second. You get free soda whenever you want it. Wait a second. So free soda. You can drink as much soda as you want. Well, yes, sir, uh, Mr. Wilson. As much soda as you want, sir. And then you can eat three meals, three square a day here. Three square a day. Yeah, sir, three square a day. And this Bezos claims he's in business to make money? Yes, sir, he's, uh... Was... Oh, my goodness. This is going to be like taking candy from a baby. I could take it. I'm going to be in the uh, book of uh, sayings, taking soda from an idiot. It's like taking lunch up a soda from an idiot. I think that one's pretty good. What do you think? What do you think, James? What do you think? Yeah, it's not bad, Richie. Taking lunch from an idiot. Taking breakfast from an idiot. Taking dinner from an idiot. It's like taking soda from an idiot. Uh, Richie, I don't know if uh, idiot's really a... It's like taking... Eating lunch on a moron. Drinking a soda on a dummy. Okay, I'll get it. I'll get it. And uh, Okay, well, we got a lot of restricted areas we're not able to show you guys because we haven't got clearance yet, but we're going to go into this next area, which is the uh, coffee cafe. Oh, no, 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 no. They need like a free coffee in the cafe. Like, uh, that's what our app's for. You know, make money. Oh, yeah. And right as they are about to turn on the coffee cafe, who walks out? with the woman from last night. And uh, immediately, Bart and the other two guys step aside and they're like, oh, good afternoon, Miss Bessos. Good afternoon, Miss Bessos. 
I'm like, oh, oh Miss Bessels, we want you to meet uh, Mr. Larry Ibex and Mr. Sear Wilson. These are two of our uh, new business partners that we've brought on board. She looks at them, and she's dressed. This is a, she looks even more beautiful today. She's resplendent, resplendent in a beautiful suit. She looks in both, beautiful power suit. She looks them both up and down. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Nice to meet you. I'll be on my way. All right, uh, yeah, good, good. Oh, one second. Uh, I, I'm Larry Ibex. Uh, I need to, I, 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 Miss Bessels, are you, uh, Miss? She just keeps walking. Bert, uh, what's that, Miss Bessels? Uh, is it Mrs. Bessels or, uh, oh, one second. Uh, uh, one second, my phone's, yes, hello, this is Bert. Oh, oh, okay, all right. Uh, excuse me, gentlemen, um, it seems your lawyer's calling you. You have a emergency meeting. They have a limo outside for you. Uh, apparently, there's something going on with the fracking company. It's trouble. Trouble with the fracking company? Trouble, they said on the phone with the capital T. Capital T, oh, good God, that's a code word, James. We gotta go. Richie, Richie, I gotta, I gotta stay again. Miss Bessos, she just went through that. Oh, that's a secure area, sir. You need to uh, get back with your lawyer. There's trouble uh, fracking city, sir, according to your lawyer. You better get on. So the guys go back out to the limo. They get back in. And the limo takes off. And wait, what? The limo driver's up front. He's got his thing up. And they hop in the limo. And the limo driver starts, drives off. And Richie's like, hey, hey, where are you at? Richie's like, hey, hey. And the limo driver ignores some points. And there's a packet already in the back uh, folder. And they open it. It's it's kind of black. It just says, uh, there's just one piece of paper in there. It just says, uh, emergency, already fracking. And the driver drives them and they start talking. Right, Richie, like, you believe that soda? You believe that you can drink free soda? You can drink soda all day long. Yeah. What kind of employees are going to, well, yeah, I don't get this pesos. James is kind of staring and thinking about this Miss Bessos and trying to figure out if it's Jeff Bessos' sister or his wife or his cousin or, God forbid, his daughter. And then Richie's just going on about the soda and the free food. And next thing you know, the guys are kind of like, what? Uh, and Richie still wants that soda. I mean, like, you get four sodas a day. I mean, I don't know what it is. And I the soda cost. So it's like, right. Uh, uh, and they realize they're back in this hallway again. And say, like, oh, God, God, these nincompoops gassed us again or smoked us out, whatever they call it. Oh. All right, everybody, fun, joke's over. We had the fun last night. Hello? Nothing. Even James, James is like, you know, this isn't funny, folks. Uh, we, we, we need work to do. We got work to do. Hello? Hello? Hello, Richard. Right. All right, Bert. Everybody else, Sandy, Freddie. Come on, you guys are like my uh, fourth and fifth better friends. Come on, Bart. I was gonna give you a chance to uh, unseat James if you could do fifty push-ups. Come on, buddy. Hello. And they turn around. They walk into the room with the maze, and it's the lights are still on, and it's dead silent in there. And there's nothing. And so they walk all the way back down the hall. And they turn right. And 
George Packer was supposedly executed. And there's nothing in there except for some old props from the haunted house. Like, it's probably one of those prisons that, you know, it's one of those old abandoned prisons that they run out to corporations and have haunted houses in, around Halloween. So, you know, there's like the execution scene, but it's already disassembled. And then they go into the the last room down the other hall, the occult devil worshipping room. And unfortunately in there, the candles are burning, and the darkness is thicker. It's like one of those inky black darknesses around the outside of the room. And as soon as they enter, boom, the door slams behind them. Okay. Very funny. Very funny. Then they see the sit the person still lying on the altar with the pig's head. They feel the blackness start to get thicker and close around them. Okay, um this is not funny anymore, Amazon people. And then just like in one of the most terrifying horror movies you've ever seen, the person on the altar sits up and stares at them with a pig's head. And Richie and James are just fro- frozen with fear. And then the person in the pig's head stands. Walks towards them. They're horrified and shaking. It's just total silence. They're wait, waiting and he gets a few feet away from just standing there, menacing them. He's about six foot four, muscular, blood dripping off the pig's head. They're frozen terror. And then the creature in the pig's head raises its hand, points to its left, its finger outstretched. All of a sudden, the piece of air just bursts into fire in the shape of a doorway and then it becomes two doorways just like two elevator doors made of flame and they slowly open up to reveal a fiery wrought iron elevator and the creature just continues to point and James and then Richie shake. They feel their legs walking before they can even think about what they're doing. And then they walk and walk and walk right into the elevator. Two men on death row walking to the executioner chamber. Execution. Walking to their executions. They enter the elevator and it's hot. It's fiery. It's dark. Scary. The doors close. That's where we're going to leave it tonight. What will happen? You'll have to listen to find out. I hope you're asleep. <laughs> but I hope you fall, fall asleep during the boring part. And you're not afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of. Or is there? I don't know. Good night. Remember, this is all imaginary. There's no such thing as 
remember, this is just a story. So, it's based all on fiction, historical fiction. This is a piece of historical fiction. There is no James Cash Penny that's alive today, or Richard Warren Sears. And as far as we know, it would be impossible for them to come back from purgatory. There is no Jeff Bezos or Amazon.com, Washington State. And obviously we know there's no such thing as rainforests in Washington State, temperate rainforests and blackfish that live with their mothers. So don't worry. It's just a little bit of fiction. And yeah, you care about the characters. That's good. You can get some sleep now. You know, maybe a hot elevator. Maybe just warm enough to keep you warm. Maybe you can climb in there and keep those guys. Snug up with them. Keep them company. And they'll uh, help you get to sleep.